What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Kaylu. And your boy, ZB. And we are back with another episode of Time Out. Let's get real. Hello. Hey, back for episode two. It feels good. It does. It feels, feels great. real good coming off of that first episode, seeing the feedback, um, seeing everybody's response and support has been lovely. Uh, yes. We, we back with some more pressure. It's only going to get better from there. Absolutely. So, let's pod. I'm here to pod today. I'm in a glorious mood. <laughs> yes, <sighs> it's been a good I, weekend. What you been up to? Um, well, I just got home from Florida on Wednesday. Um. That was a really fun time. It was great to see you and the baby and the fam. You know. Always. So. It's always a pleasure. It's How always it's week? always nice when the gang gets back together. Just even if it's just for dinner for a few Absolutely. minutes. It's always nice. Nice um, to rekindle all of our friendships, you know. It sucks that we don't all get to, you guys don't get together unless I'm in town, I feel like. Yeah. Mainly, but you yeah. know, everybody we have relationships and families now, and um, yeah. <laughs> just living the family life. But whenever KG comes into town, we get a chance to link, and it's like that nostalgic feeling comes back. But mm -hmm. why don't you start with telling everybody why you were in Florida? Because everybody knows you come to visit me pretty mm -hmm. often, but that's not why you came this time. Why did you come? <laughs> what brought you down? Um, so. I actually was in Florida visiting, well, not really visiting because it was a trip, but um, I took a trip with someone from long, long, long ago, <laughs> and um, it was, I, basically, I haven't seen them in four and a half years, and I was really nervous. Like, I didn't know what the vibe was going to be, how it was going to be. I literally went into the situation not knowing who I was going to be staying in this house with besides one person whom I haven't seen four and a half years. Um, but I've known for 16 years. Mm. So it's like a lot of chemistry, a lot of memories, a lot of moments spent together in life, a lot of um, different, what would you say? A lot of different um, seasons of life spent together Easy. and apart. Okay. Um, and so I was really just nervous because I hadn't even talked to the person. Like it, we hadn't even been like talking consistently like daily or anything before I went. So it was just literally like we're winging it. And right. um, it was a great time. There was six girls, two guys, and um, one of the other guys was in a relationship. And the other guy was obviously the person that I was there with. Um, but it was like, I don't know, it was so fun. And the girls were amazing. The vibes were great. Um, I couldn't have asked for it to have gone any better, honestly. So. That's, I'm glad to hear that. Now, <laughs> is this person, so it sounds like this person is, has been more than a friend. It's been. Kind of, you know. Um, yeah, it's like I mean, my like childhood, childhood boyfriend. Gotcha. It's my childhood gotcha. boyfriend from like. So like you're you're nervous. Ago. You're nervous because you don't even know because you said seasons of life. So it's like mm -hmm. you don't know what season they're in. You don't even know who this person is really anymore. You have a good basis if they've stayed like true to self, but it could mm -hmm. be a completely different person. Right. No, 100%. And that's why it was like, I don't know what the vibes are. Right. So I don't know. Right. Um, how we're going into this, how this is going to play out, what's going to take place. like, And it ultimately was really good, really good. So it was just kind of good to like um, link and I guess you could say like rekindle in a way. And then, yeah, so it was a good time. So 
Well, that's good. Any any expectations going forward? You guys linking again or what? I'm, I, I want no you to find idea. your husband because I I'm see your TikToks. <laughs> I'm extremely confused. I have literally no idea. I don't think so. Um, I don't know. It wasn't, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> like, it's almost like um, when you link with this person, then it's like you guys are pick up where you left off. But then like when you leave each other, it's like kind of like you go back to your normal lives and Right. I don't know. So, um, yeah. It's crazy how time flies. Like, literally, you were just here a couple of days ago, and it seems like it's been a grip. I know. And that's <laughs> like, I, it's just like the fact I've been here for almost six years, and it's like, thank God with you, you come down literally about once or once every month or every two months or so. So it's like mm -hmm. we get to see each other enough to where it's like, it's not depressing like it is with all my other friends. It's like, dang, like I haven't seen them in years. I make mm -hmm. it home maybe once a year, not even that really consistently. So it's just like, it's nice to have your friends at your disposal whenever you want. Like they're okay. accessible. But that's, that's, that's why, I mean, it's like, that's the hard part about being away. But the great thing is, is like by moving here, I removed myself from literally all distraction, which of course, as you know, when I first moved, it led to many boring times, just hitting you up oh my literally daily, talking for hours, just lonely. Hours, hours. Like when he moves, we would literally probably talk on the phone four or five hours a day. Like no exaggeration. Because like we would talk on your way to school, on your yep. way to work, on your bike ride to work. He would bike his way to work every day when he first moved here. Then he got a hoopty. And then, yeah. like, it's just, it was so crazy to watch all of your seasons of life and, like, just literally, watch you glow. Yes, like, from literally the bottom. And that was something that I was thinking about earlier today. I'm like, you know, when you have been, like, broke. Yeah. Broke. Yeah. And I remember there was a time in my life where I did not have enough money for a McDonald's sweet tea. A seven, yeah, like, a $1.07 drink. <laughs> and, I think... Like, that's what I was, I was talking to Lulu about that last night. I'm like, like, because we're looking for Mother's Day trips and stuff and things to do and mm -hmm. uh, what we want to do, you know, and it's just like, I'm looking at booking stuff, hotels, and it's just like, I'm like, dang, look at the price, you know, it's like, mm, hefty. And I remember a time to where it's like, I was just saying like, sometimes I hate on my job, I complain about it, but it's like, literally the growth like the job has i've worked my ass off for it but it's given yes. me the ability to be able to like all right i'll drop that and it's cool or whatever like the fact that i'm able to do things because being broke shoot i know that i mm -hmm. the last pinch i was in i think i was like katie can you send me like 25 i'll hit you back yep. friday that's the <laughs> yeah. last time i've been in a pinch like that it's like this is it yeah no more no more of that I know. And then you were like, oh, I forgot to even send you that money back. And I totally forgot about it. Like, I was not even thinking about that money. He was like, oh, I owe you that money. I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm like, oh, no, you cool. Like, I wasn't even worried about it. Yeah. But yeah. Like, it's just the, you know, the feeling of like when you just are so down, you're just embarrassed that you even have to ask somebody. Like, when it's yes. to that point, it's bad. Like, well, shoot, I got $6 in my account, but this bill is for $66 and it's getting taken out tomorrow. So it's either going to be. <laughs> Ask somebody or have a hell of an overdraft. So choose, choose yes. how much your pride is worth. Yes, a hundred percent. I like, yeah, like just being in that space in life and then being able to not be in that space in life is like amazing. It makes you appreciate every blessing that you have so much more. Like right. when you really were in the trenches and at, at a time in life.
Yeah, so like that's that's where I was going is like literally moving. That's the hard part is you don't have accessibility to all the people you love and your friends. Fortunately for me, my mom and my brother have been down here, so it's always been a little bit easier than just your average person upping and moving mm-hmm. away. But mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen a couple people have done it. Yeah. Um. See, Lauren. Mm-hmm. You, you come here and you remove yourself from the distractions, and then you get to literally like focus and channel in. Like me, obviously, now I'm focused on focusing on the family, the kids, mm-hmm. newborn baby girl, which has been a beautiful thing. It's been a, it's obviously it's life changing, but it's different with a girl. Like we just mm-hmm. took, just showered her earlier with me, and like the feeling of just holding your little girl in your arms is. It's crazy. It's just, it's like surreal. The whole pregnancy experience is surreal. The baby comes surreal. Mm-hmm. Now it's like she's here. Holy shit. Yeah. As cute sure. as can be. And it's, it's been a beautiful thing. I took Friday off work. Like, let me just take Friday off and just actually just slow down and enjoy time. Went fishing yesterday morning. Like, let me really get back. That's what you sometimes lose in the mix of trying to grind and be better at your career and be available for the family and all that. And just always just with people. Sometimes you just need to like, remember the, like the core values that you have, the things that you enjoy. You have to just take time for yourself to literally do what makes you happy. Cause if you don't do that, then you have nothing to offer for anybody else mm-hmm. Just sitting around, you know, me because my facial expression usually tells it all just in the house irritated. But sometimes you just have to take that, moment to go do just breathe just go do what Uh you want think to yourself um and it's been a lovely weekend feel like rejuvenated recharged even though it went fast live your life because you only got one life to live and Mm -hmm. work your job but use your nine to five to build your dream don't just be busy building somebody else's you know right and that's that's what's exciting about what we're doing now is we're building something and like it's just literally having conversation, talking about, you know, whatever we think, whatever we're doing, what we already do, like doing mm-hmm. what we already do on the phone usually. But now it's like we giving everybody the accessibility so, mm-hmm. you know, they can hear our thoughts to yes. whoever those matter to. But based off the feedback, um, everybody loved the first pod. And that was just the intro. So, yeah. And a lot of people were confused, <sighs> like. Some of the people who knew us were like, it's just funny listening to you guys because we already know this. But it's like there are a lot of people who listen who do not know us and who do not right. know us. Like, don't even really know me. They think they know me because of TikTok or YouTube or, you know, but they don't really know me. That's why. I mean, to an extent, absolutely. But there's so many more layers to me. There's so much more to both of us even like right. that you can really that you don't really get to see or know. Um through a little clip or a little video. So right. this is a platform where weekly we'll be discussing things and weekly we'll be talking about different perspectives, male, female perspectives. Um, and I think we think similar, but we also do not think similar at the same time. I th- like I think like the things that we want and like our goals and our values are very similar. It's just the, the way you get there, the approach is different. Mm-hmm. Like we both think similar similarly in in certain ways, but it's like the way we go about things are very different. I'm a little yeah. bit more laid back usually with things. You are a little bit aggressive. Um, <laughs> just, I am not aggressive. You're definitely you're definitely a very dominant personality. I'm an alpha female. 
like when I looked at your snap last night and you were the one like of course doing the chant for the shots, I'm just like Caitlin or Caitlin, 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 like one on one. You know, I just be living life, you know? I just be I live my best life and I try to like truly just have fun because like you just really never know when your time will come. And so I love to like, you know, I just be living, I just be vibing. I have a good time. I'm single, yeah, all, you know, like it's all about it. energy. So you're single, so that's the thing. You're single, you see things from literally your single perspective. I see things from a relationship perspective and like obviously the male perspective. Did you see that stuff that uh Cam Newton said? Like that they're just going ham on him for? Yes, yes, yes. Something like I want what did he say? I want a woman, not a bad bitch. Something exactly. like that, right? Um, I get what he's saying. Like I feel him to an extent though, because like being in the NFL a lot of bad bitches are going to like flaunt themselves to you. And I think he, I'm pretty sure he literally said like, I want my girl to be able to cook me a meal. Is that what he said? Something. He did he say that? He basically like, a, a lot of people like misquoted him what he said. Like they just literally took it way out of context. He was saying like right now, like in the world of social media and how the world works, like too many women are trying to be bad bitches. Mm-hmm. And I don't want a bad bitch. I want, a woman who can cook, mm-hmm. a woman who basically uh, he he literally said something like, "I want a woman who um, knows how knows when to be quiet and how to let a man lead, and who knows how to cook." Um, and they they took that and flipped it like, "Oh, he's saying that you better be able to cook and all this, like you know the feminism stuff." But just I, like I don't, I mean, you I don't know see how the I problem. Feel, with it. I feel like women should be able to know how to cook. Like if you don't know, like I'm sorry, like. It might sound disrespectful, but like, what are you doing? Like, I watched a YouTube video the other day of this couple and famous millionaires, right? Right. They got together when they was like 17. This girl did not know how to turn on the stove. Yeah. And she is married. Like, you married someone who does not even mm-hmm. know how to turn a stove on? Like, come on. Like, I'm very old fashioned and I. Sure. Um, I think we are very similar in that sense. Like I'm a nurturing kind of a woman. So like I do cook, I do clean, I do like make my partner feel cared for. Like those are things right. that I'm not trying to be the next Instagram baddie. I'm not trying, I don't, that's not attention from others doesn't phase me. I don't want attention from others. I want attention from my man. Right. So I think and that's it- what he's getting at. That exactly. That's what the it's all about, like literally gender roles. And like, obviously, um, I I definitely believe in like the old school ways. It's like it's just mm-hmm. the difference really is choice now. It's mm-hmm. choice. Women are now able to do more things, which is great. And by all means, you should go and want to be the best at your job and to be a boss. But the problem is, is you can't be too consumed with that, that uh, it, it starts to become masculine because basically you're so concerned with being a boss and at the top of your game and your career that you lose the nurturing side. So now when I see a chick like that, am I looking at another man that's my competitor or a woman who's eligible for me to date? Like, what do you bring to the table other than money and good looks? Because a man's not Typically, men are not looking for, if you're looking for a wife, you're not looking for a woman who's making a lot of money. You're looking to uh, find some qualities in a female that she can bring to the table other than money and looks. Do you cook? Do you nurture? Do you take care of your children? Do you submit to your man? a thousand percent men out here who are looking for women who have money because they do not. Sure. 
there. Yeah, like, but- so you are thinking of it as an aspect of a, of a man who's a provider and you don't need money. That's not what right. you're looking for. No, you're not ab- looking abs- for someone like that. So absolutely. There are, and I just want to say this because I'm pretty sure that's probably triggering to some people to hear like, oh, um, I don't need like you being an alpha female. Not that this was your exact quote, but this is like just how I'm going to word it to you. Like being an alpha female means that you're masculine. That's not necessarily the case. And I know that's not what you were meaning. Um, Right. But so you can be an alpha female and you can have work ethic and you can still be nurturing. There's just levels to it, right? So like if you come at your man with the like, well, I make all the money and I do this and I do that. So Mm -hmm. why do I need? What really kills me though is in today's generation, everyone is going 50-50 on bills, right? And that is crazy to me because men want, so they want to stay, they want a wife that takes care of the kids. And they want to be able to come home and chill, but they also want their wife to right. go 50% on all the bills. And like, don't yep. get me wrong. It should definitely be a two-way street. Women sure. should definitely be um, putting towards the bills as well. This isn't like oh, a woman's life and a men just live here. You know what I mean? This isn't like you guys yeah, were brought yeah. here to take care of us. But right. I think women should definitely be contributing 100% to an extent. Um, but I think that's where it gets messed up where men want to be um, – they want to be nurtured and cared for and all these things, but they want women to go 50% with them. So basically your roommates, you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> and you're taking care of the kids and you're supposed to cook the dinner, but you're also mm-hmm. supposed to provide 50% of these bills. And your husband's supposed to come home and sit on the couch and watch TV and chill. And you're paying 50% of everything as well. See, now back in the day, the old school way was, is it was basically almost like a contract. Mm-hmm. The one, uh, the men. The men go to work and they take care of all the bills. You stay at home and you take care of everything. And the men aren't complaining. You're not paying nothing. You're not doing this. You because take care of doing, home. Yes. I do this. And unfortunately, like um, you may not love the situation, but regardless, you're going to have dinner cooked when he comes home. You're going to mm-hmm. do all the work at home and not complain about it. And he's going to come home from work and chill and be served and catered mm-hmm. to. Now I, I'm 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 glad that uh, today, like women have, we all have choices. We all have choices. Like I, the it's the the boss bitch thing. Like I'm glad you cleared that up. I'm not saying that you can't be an alpha female. My girl is the alpha personality for sure. We clash, we uh, bump heads from time to time. But you just have to. It's all about balance. So by mm-hmm. all means, be the best that you can be in your career and be that. Mm-hmm. And let me supports you cheer you on and be hyped that you are a boss chick like that but you just have to be able to balance that when you mm-hmm. come home you have to leave that somewhere else and you know be soft cater to your family your man be soft be vulnerable that's yeah that's, i think that's really where it is is like the, where the look of like masculine because when you become so competitive you're trying to be women are caught up with trying to be equal in so many aspects and like they're sometimes they lose sight of the fact that they already have these qualities that a man could never possess a woman mm-hmm. by nature is supposed to be nurturing and loving and supportive mm-hmm. and um you know that should be you should be able to feel vulnerable and safe mm-hmm. within your relationship at home outside in the career in the workplace you have to be a lion you know you have to be mm-hmm. a beast but when you come home you have to be able to turn that off and um basically leave that at the door same with a male like it's all ego. Ego's wrapped up into oh, everything. Right. Like, it's I I that's one of my issues. I would say that's one of my toxic traits is the fact that I am not a vulnerable 
female, I um, do not really. There's not a lot of people in life who I have, I feel as though I have a safe place to be vulnerable with. You right. know, so, and I think it's I, up to a man. If you want your female to be vulnerable with you, you have to mm -hmm. secure a safe space for her to be able to be vulnerable, which means sure. when you get in arguments, when you get in like little disagreements or fusses or whatever, you don't hold those things that she was said to you in a vulnerable moment against your partner. That to me right. is something that's so weird and makes no sense. Like people say some of the meanest things to the person that mad. they love. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you love this person? But you're trying and to hurt them. Like you, you will literally say like anything. You'll go straight for the jugular. Like that yeah. is crazy it's to me. Throat. And it that's literally not is. if you do that in your relationship, I'm telling you that right now, you're toxic and you need help because like you're never going to be in a healthy, good relationship with that person ever. Like it'll never happen. They will never trust you hundred percent ever. Like you cannot come back from that when you say right. like things that you know are going to trigger them. There's no coming back from that. Like they'll always remember that you said that. Therefore, they were never, right. there will never be a 100% vulnerable with you ever again exactly. because exactly. you did that. And men yeah. are damaged from females like that. So Yeah, now, exactly. That's what I was about to say is, yeah. it's like, it's like a lot of, it's typically women, but a lot of, uh, a lot of people, a lot of women will mistake, these days will mistake vulnerability for weakness. Mm -hmm. Like they put these walls up and it's like, being vulnerable does not make you weak. I want you to be able to confide in me and tell me anything and tell me what's on your mind. Like you shouldn't feel like, like you have to hide stuff or like it'll, you'll look weak or uh, like somebody's going to take advantage of the things you're telling them. Like it's mm -hmm. like if I tell you this and I let my walls in and I tell you this, you can now use that um, to kind of like as a, like a sense of control. Mm -hmm. Like in a relationship, like you said, it should be a safe space. And mm -hmm. it goes both ways. You should both feel safe being vulnerable because a lot of men feel like I've seen this has like been a trend for the last couple of years now. Like uh, a lot of men cannot, they don't have a place to complain or vent. Like mm -hmm. as a man, even me sometimes, it's like I, I can't come to you with my problems. Like the world doesn't care about a man's problems like they do a female's. Like there's mm -hmm. just, it's not met with the same uh, emotional tendency. It's not met with the sensitive eye like people they don't care they don't have the same empathy for a male as they do for a female i feel mm -hmm. like so it's like as a man uh -huh. i can't come home to you and complain about what happened at work and like um what i'm gonna do like I, it's just like and it might be just my problem it might be a personal issue like i feel like i keep i personally i keep everything bottled in yeah i just deal with things myself because what is talking to you about it going to do what you, if you can't physically change it for me then there's no sense in even talking about it and i feel like a lot, a lot of, of males yes, have that problem which they, is why therapy is great yes a I lot need, of like, yeah a lot of males have that issue 100 percent um a guy that i used to like date he was the same way like never wanted to be vulnerable but i am that female that you truly can have those conversations with and I'm not going to hold them against you because I know the word the the weight of a word, right? Right. So like I would never ever want someone to use something that I told them in confidence against me, so I would never do the same. Like I'm not the kind of person who wants to break you down. Like I, if anything I want to build you up. I want to help you get through those things. So when you're with someone who won't be vulnerable and I want to say guys think caring or giving a shit makes them a simp. 
It doesn't make you a simp or a sucker to care or to tell a female that you care or to tell a female that you appreciate them or like, I I don't know what, like, it's this generation in the hookup culture of like, Mm oh, it's cool to have tons of hoes. Like, no, if you find one good girl, she can take a place of a million hoes. Like, you yeah, are gonna sure. sleep with the whole city trying to fill the void that I gave you. <laughs> like, and well, then you well, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Who do you think came up with the word simp? I bet you it was a woman. I bet you, you it was a female. So? What does simp I, even mean? Do we know exactly like, what That's, is the letters? What is the let? The, is there acronyms for what the word simp I don't know. means? That's a, it's a great question. You could probably look it up on like Urban Dictionary or some dumb shit. Like the fact it's. It's the whole simp movement. Yeah, a lot of guys feel like, oh, so if I do that, I'll be a simp. That's been around for like a couple of years now. And it's really confusing to me because, you know, me, I'm like, yeah, on the same instant, you have to kind of be like hard as a male and tough and deal with your own problems. But, you know, I've always been like, I show emotion. Like, you know, I'll show you how I feel. I try to be expressive because uh-huh. I've seen, like experienced things in my life to where it's like I know if I bottle stuff in, like it's only going to lead to an eruption. So I'm trying like every day to work on vocalizing how I feel. And like uh, to be expressive, but it's just like a lot of people would probably view me as a simp. And it's just like just because I, I can't do nice things and care without being a simp. Like what mm-hmm. is a simp? What is a simp? And whoever came up with that, you don't deserve a good relationship. It and says I know it was a female. It's probably a hot girl. One of these girls trying to have a hot girl summer. That filth. It says Urban Dictionary's top definition, top definition of a simp is someone who does way too much for the person that they like. Okay, so if you like someone, why are you not doing the most for them? You know, to an extent. Now, if it's reciprocated, that's another thing I want to touch on is I feel like if a female has a great man, why are you not spoiling your man? Why are you not planning a nice date for him? Why are you not going out of your way to make his day better? If this man is doing every single thing that you need or ask for, and different, you know, obviously there's like, I'm not saying anything, but like if he's doing everything that you require from a man, why are you not like celebrating him, doing things just because, hey, babe, I picked this up for you. I know you like it. I just wanted to right. make you smile. Just the little things. We want we want that too. We want to experience just the little things like, oh, yeah, I, I picked this up for you. I thought you would like it. Like, I know you like. I know you like to fish, so I got you these little baits. I didn't, I don't know uh-huh. the work, but just I was thinking about you. We like to know that we've been, we're being thought of, and a man needs to know. Like we don't want to be used, but we definitely want to know that we are serving a purpose that you and feel that like we're bringing something to you and feel appreciated. Yeah, uh-huh. for sure. So it's like it's important for us to feel that. And a lot of times in relationships, it's always like all the holidays, the way society set up like Valentine's Day. I feel like that's so much more for the girl uh-huh. than the man. Yeah. I feel like weddings are so much more for the female than the man. Like it's not, there's not a lot. I mean, we don't need all those stuffs because we're not typically like geared towards the emotional side of things when it comes to things like that. We don't see the huge deal in some small things. It's like whatever. It's like makes you mm-hmm. happy sure right but it's like that's that's one thing as a that's one thing as a male like on the gender roles and all that stuff is like i'm gonna go with the flow typically i'm gonna let you have your way because i'm for the most part i try not to be confrontational because i don't always handle the confrontation well because i'm a little <laughs> hot-headed when i get upset uh, so shit, I am shit too. Will, <laughs> yeah stuff will start to fly and 
out of anger, just yeah. So basically, it's like I'll go with the flow and let you have your way most of mm-hmm. the time because I'm non-confrontational. I usually don't have a problem with anything, but I do as a male. I do expect when I feel adamantly about something, when I certainly feel a way, I expect for it to go that way. And yes. we can disagree and we can compromise. That's what it's all about: is um, communication and compromising with each other, basically, from time to time. But when I feel at when a man as the leader of the house, I expect to you need to let me lead. Mm-hmm. I want to be looked at as the leader because I feel like the male's um, responsibility is to provide for sure, but more so not provide like financially, but provide security altogether. Mm-hmm. You feel safe. It's creating that safe space, right. safe space at home. Our family safe. When we go somewhere, we're safe. You're protected because anything that's going to come at us has to go through me first. Mm-hmm. So since basically, ultimately, I have to take the bullet, I have to die for y'all. So at the yeah. end of the day, when I say something, that's how I expect it to go. And that's that. Yeah. Period. And, and I'm to the point now to where it's like, to oh, trigger warning. But I'm respectful. <laughs> like, I, everything's out of love. Like, I would, it, you have to understand the intentions. Once you know me as a person, you know that my mm-hmm. intentions are always good. I would never make you do something against your will. I would yeah. never steer us. You have, like you said, you always say something like, you can't be led by the blind. So I'm not I say blind. that all the time. Yeah. I have a I have a vision and I want you to support and respect mm-hmm. that vision because you know it's ultimately for the best of the right. family. No, you are definitely not definitely not one of those guys. That's but that's where I say like it's so hard in this generation to find a man that's like nurturing and gives you that space, safe place that you can come to. Like I think right. me I like hold people to a certain standard, right? And then sure. when they cross me and I would never in a million years think they would do that, that's what like blows my mind. I'm like, why did I even put you at hold you to that standard though? Like right. oh, they would he would never do that. And then mm-hmm. they go and then they what? They do it's, that. It's like, like it's, it's like as soon as you feel secure and think that yes. can never happen, it happens soon. Like And that's what sucks. Like it's so I just I don't know. It's like you feel like you really know someone and then they do something right. like that you never. Okay, do you know who you know who DJ Envy is, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, him and his mm, wife I heard about his book. Gia, yes, they just um I really want to read that book um cuz I think they are an amazing example of like you can get through anything and if you have true love and like true um like if you truly care about your other then um you would never cross them in certain ways. Like now he has crossed right. her, but he yeah. made his point to get back right and do everything that she need. She deemed sure. necessary right. to get. And it all starts with taking accountability that goes mm-hmm. for men and women. Take accountability. You Sometimes it takes a while, but you have to recognize your mistakes and mm-hmm. your part and everything. And uh, all my failed relationships, it's so easy to say, you know, uh, she was this, they was that, they did this. But like, sometimes I, that's, I'm like self-reflective. So I look and I always analyze things in a way like, what could I have done to be better? Mm-hmm. So there's, you have to take ownership for your mistakes. Even if you reacted uh, mm-hmm. to a certain thing that made you react, you didn't have to react that way. Everything is a choice at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You make choices and everybody plays a part. Everybody yeah. makes mistakes and you have to take accountability for your actions. Yeah. It can never be fixed if you don't. Yeah. I ask that all the time. I ask like my ex is that. I'm always like, 
what could I have done differently? Like, what would have made me be a better person for you? Mm-hmm. And all of them are literally just like, I wasn't ready. It literally had nothing to do with you. <laughs> like, yeah. Or the only issue is, is you're too motherly. You give a motherly vibe. I don't need another mom. If I had to tell you, if I right. could tell you how many times I have heard that, it's like I'm so sorry that I care about you. Right, oh and it's a, it's a <laughs> like, shame that it has to be that way because you, like, you do just care. But at the end of the day, it's like I know exactly. Like I I know what they mean. Like I know what they mean. So I'm not so mad at them for that. But it's just like er, timing is everything. So like you always bring that energy to every situation, like mm-hmm. off the rip. Whereas yeah. some other people, it takes a while to start getting those things. Like you have to work a little harder for it, build a mm-hmm. longer rapport, date for a longer time to start experiencing what you can bring to the table. You always bring that package. And a lot of times dudes aren't ready, especially. It's like taken advantage of or like she ain't yeah. really like this. This ain't really who she is. Like it really is. This is literally who I am. Like and it's like I don't want to have to. This is the problem with our generation is you have to pretend you don't like someone in order to be taken serious. Like they, you know, they want the chase. Like, why do I have to pretend yeah. like I didn't just see your text as soon as you sent it? Why do I have to right. wait 30 minutes to reply? Yeah. Because... Why, why do I have to literally think about like, oh, I can't text right back or it's going to exactly. he's gonna think like, he's going to think like I'm clingy or like all over. I'm like, if I text right. back immediately. Yeah. And why oh, that, is that? That you triggers know? me. Yeah. I text you and it's been 20 <laughs> minutes. Like, all right, you're on, you're on, uh, you're on Facebook messenger. So you're live on your phone. Please text back. I'm going to get irritated. Oh my God. I used to, I used to do that with my ex. <laughs> like I would see that he was on Instagram and I'd be like, what are you like? I just FaceTimed you and you're not answering and you're on Instagram. You're scrolling. <laughs> like, right. You yeah, know, I it's just texted like, you at two o'clock and you were definitely on Instagram at two forty four. So please respond respectfully. <laughs> Literally. And it's like, could you do that? Be great. <laughs> like, <laughs> it takes five seconds to text back. Literally. Oof. Why in this generation, though, is that a thing? Why is it like we have to pretend we don't care? I have to pretend like I don't like you. I have to, I have to like um, dial everything back because like I don't want to be too much. But it's like at the end of the day, this is who I am. So that is like one of my toxic traits is I bring like wifey energy to that's just who I am. <laughs> to people who aren't deserving of it. Yes. Uh, to people who need to prove themselves and put a little more work mm-hmm. uh, in it. Like I heard, I think it's like Steve Harvey or somebody be talking about like, you know, like moving in with somebody before you're married and giving them the whole package. Like mm-hmm. basically they already have access to everything that you bring to the table already mm-hmm. as far as all the, all the benefits of dating you. So like yeah. they have all the benefits from you. They don't need to do any more than what they've already done yes. and just stay the course. And that's where the, while Sorry. you're bringing everything to the table, they're gradu- you're gradually wanting more and more energy, but they already got everything from you that they need. Yes. So it's like, why do I need to do more? Why do I have to work harder for it? I've already gotten yes. everything. And that's where it goes into play where you're like, you know, why? Okay. So they say like, oh, I want to know if I should make you like, why in this generation do men act like a girlfriend label is a marriage? Like, right. we are not married because you're my boyfriend. Like, and then it's like the engagement status takes 10 years too. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like if you see like, what is it about a relationship status that is so detrimental to men? Like if you're doing everything that you do in a relationship, what is the point? Like, what's the difference? They're like, right. oh, you just want a title. Girls are stuck up on titles. No, but it's like at the end of the day, if we're exclusive 
and we're dating what's, and we're doing everything, what is what's the problem? We're already doing that. I, I think, see, like when we were kids, you know, you'd be so excited. Like I got a girlfriend, ask a girl to be your girl and stuff. And like the values you have as children, because you don't see the whole world. You only mm-hmm. see like what you're doing in your daily life. And like, I think sometimes you're naive, but you also, as a child, like little, even my little kids, when they say stuff, like the way they think is so like one track, it's, there's focus mm-hmm. on whatever you're thinking about. There's actual focus. They're not distracted by all these other little things. They, you say what you mean, you do what you mean. Right now, I think the problem is when you grow up, you experience things in the world and then tie that in with social media. So now everybody can see everything. Mm-hmm. You have access right now to all the IG models and mm-hmm. dating apps. You can get on swipe, mm-hmm. match with somebody and literally meet somebody in a couple hours, go get drinks. It's accessible. It's quick. Yeah. Everything is so quick now. So like, I think that's made it harder to date and have successful relationships. People that mm-hmm. run to Facebook with their problems. Like I'm yeah. not going to name any names, but I'm, you can probably mm-hmm. think about who I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah. should I expose this person on yeah. Facebook today or not? Like why? Mm-hmm. For what? Yeah. For mm-hmm. what? And you play a part in that a little bit too sometimes, but it's usually because people trigger, trigger you and start it with you. But like, I'm not, I don't post on Facebook. I just, occasionally post pictures and I, I'm on all these sites just to kind of keep up. But mm-hmm. like, if you get too wrapped up into it, it can really bring distraction. Oh, like, for sure. it can, it's there's always, too much focus on stuff that doesn't matter. What's the next best thing? Is the grass greener on the yep. other side? Can I find mm-hmm. somebody better? Will I find somebody who's, that's the thing. Like you can find somebody that's more like, and it's funny. I told one of my exes this, I was like, you will never find somebody better than me. Like, and I said that, and I said that wholeheartedly, right. confidently with, yeah. and I know people think that's, that's going to sound crazy to some, but when I tell you, I know what I bring to the table and it's not even about, it's not about physical appearance. It's about how I make you feel, how I take mm-hmm. care of you, how I am not like, I don't have those toxic traits where I call you out of your name and put my hands on you and try to see if you want to go low, let's go to hell. I don't do that in relationships right. and a lot of people do in this generation. I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, I want to build sure. you up. And I said that to him. And I remember we hadn't talked for like a year and a half. And he called me and he was like, you know something that you said to me that like stuck with me forever? He's like, you mm-hmm. said you'll never find somebody better than me. And he's like, and honestly, I have never. Sure. And I'm like, yeah. And it's not like I'm saying like, oh, no, there's no, nobody no, no. on the planet better than me. But I um, think very hard about decisions I make. I don't um, act off yeah. of impulse. I don't let my anger get the best of me. You know, so for sure, it's definitely like it's definitely good sometimes when you want to react to just step back and take a minute and just really think about it. Um, and you're definitely like some people might be like, oh, she thinks nobody's better than her. It's not it's not like you're it's a conceited thought. Like you should feel that way. Like I know mm-hmm. me. No, you're never going to find another dude like me that has these same qualities mm-hmm. that brings the same to the table. So, yeah, you might find somebody who's more attractive, but he doesn't have these yes. qualities that that are packaged like. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's listening to the podcast, please know that the one thing that you can do naturally and that nobody can do better than you is be you. So mm-hmm. you should feel that way. You are her. You are him. Mm-hmm. That's how you should carry yourself. Yep. Respectfully. Don't be arrogant. Just exactly. be confident and a genuine nice person. Like mm-hmm. if you are just a good person, a good hearted person, that's where intentions matter in everything. If you are a good hearted person with good intentions, so many more blessings will come your way. Literally, you will find that person that you're looking for. 
mm-hmm. you're not even looking. They just cross your path. Like, I definitely believe that like the way God works is um, he just places people and things, mm-hmm. opportunities in your life at, at the right time when it's supposed to happen. So it's like you don't have to actively look. You just have to wake up and literally seize the day. Live life. How can you go be better and be mm-hmm. approachable, be kind? People shouldn't feel intimidated by you. Mm-hmm. If you're that, that's I'm in sales. So like mm-hmm. my personality, I get so many sales just from my personality alone. Like I think I feel I make customers and people feel it's like a safe space. Like I'm mm-hmm. not really pressed whether you buy or not. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you the information that you're requesting. Mm-hmm. I'm showing you your options and I'm kind of like you're driving the car. I'm just steering you in the right direction. So whichever way I'm steering you towards what you want, you make your own decision. But by doing that and by being so polite and um like warm i guess yes yeah. it helps me a lot like and that's just like how you just that's just me being me living life of course mm-hmm. yeah i have to put the voice on and stuff hey how you doing sir yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. all that stuff but like <laughs> it's that's genuinely me it's mm-hmm. just i have to kind of turn it on with the energy but being yourself if you're just a good person good things come to you and when exactly you focus on good vibes good energy love mm-hmm. like Forget the hate, forget the petty. If you just focus on that, things start to come your way. For sure. That's what that's like how how everything's happened for me. It's just just blessed, feeling great. Yeah. And that's back to what you said, like, oh, you'll find you could find somebody that might look better. But and that's my thing. I'm like, you can find the baddest bitch with the fattest face mm-hmm. and the best, like and the pretty face and all that. And back to what Cam Newton said. Can she cook you a meal? Can she nourish you? Can she make you feel cared for? Yes, there are baddies out here that do do that. But I will say, right. honestly, a lot of baddies, they want their bills paid. They want you to pay a bill. They want you to do this for them. They're like, oh, on to the next. I want this bag. I want that bag. And that's how they look at it. It's like they think of it like I think Cam Newton thinks like, oh, they don't really want me. They want me for my money. And a lot of the times sure. that's the case. So it's like mm-hmm. just to find someone genuine that truly cares about you, that's not very common. And nowadays, we didn't even touch on the ultimatum. And we definitely made that a point in the last podcast to tell the listeners to watch the ultimatum. For sure. Well, it's like, okay, so the show, like it, for some reason, like I, it was almost like shameful that I was enjoying it so much. <laughs> Because on one hand, it's like, this is the dumbest stuff I've ever seen. Just unrealistic. You can tell people was trying to get the bag because how are you staying calm right now and your girls sitting right over there laughing with another dude all touchy-feely and feeling, no, that's not flying with me. But like I like the premise of the show. Mm -hmm. It's like, I hope everybody's seen it. You might hear some spoilers here, but basically it's like ultimatum. We've been together for six seven months or a year two years and you haven't proposed to me i want to be married mm-hmm. i feel like more people need to start placing ultimatums in their relationships because what are we doing why are mm-hmm. you wasting your time if, if we're not you need a date to marry if we're not dating to get married please mm-hmm. stop wasting my time and let me go and seek a real relationship where i'm mm-hmm. going to get the ultimate destination that i'm looking for yes um the, my problem is like First off, they were all babies for the most part. Like, yeah, so young. I'm, we're like, 27. Yes. And they were like 23, 24. So, Trying like, to be married the fact with that kids. we can say, yeah, the fact that we can say they're babies is like mm, average. The longest relationship was like two or three years, I feel yeah. like. But 
Ultimately, mm-hmm. I like the show. Some of the characters are just like, who would you say you're most like? Um, so I was going to say Ray for a second, but I think that's because Ray's a Leo as well. Um, come to find out. I was like, oh, okay. I really like <sighs> her though. But I would say I'm probably in a way most like April because April's a realist, mm-hmm. you know? And she yeah, really like yeah, yeah. rode for Jake. Like she was a ride or die. And that's, right. that's how I am. So. See, and maybe that's good. We're talking about it because in discussion, you can just you can discover different things. Like you saying, you feel like you were most like Ray. I'm like, oh, I couldn't stand her. Like, mm-hmm. Zay was like a hothead. Like I could see, yeah. younger me, little bits and pieces of younger me in Zay. Mm-hmm. Like the whole get a- aggravated. Like when uh, I can't remember her name now. Uh, the one he was dating, Shanika or something like that. Shanice. Shanice. I so, Shanice. I, I, yes. I'm not sure, but um. When they were doing their trial marriage, like, and she's literally out of good intentions, just trying to talk to him and tell her, tell him what she thinks. He got all pissed and stormed she off. She had an like, attitude problem. Why are you about to talk about that? She did have you think an attitude so? uh, Yes. And she was triggering me, like, because the way she does have a face problem, like how she was like, like, just like disregarding <laughs> him instantly. If you're mm-hmm. watching the YouTube video of this, you can see the face I just made. But, um, like, she just, that alone, and she's like, it was my face. Sorry. No, you know what you were doing. You were doing that so intentionally. Now I can't make faces. Yeah, you were rolling your eyes. And she had the same exact issue with Randall. Later on, sure. I think a couple days later, they went on a date or something. And he was like, Why are you doing that with your face? And she's like, oh, It's my face again. But yeah, like, because you making those facial expressions is completely disregarding everything that he's speaking about and making it feel as though you're right. not even listening. You're not being a listening ear. You're just listening to respond, not to understand. Sure. Well, so, like, See, with Ray, my problem was, is like, she gave Zay the ultimatum and Zay's like, from the rip, he's like, well, what do you like about me? And she couldn't even open up to this man to tell him why she likes him, why she loves him. Like, she would not express herself at all. And it was really bothering me. Yeah, you say, I swear, Zay gave her the ultimatum, though, because she wouldn't open up to him. No. But you say, I don't know. She gave him the ultimatum. What was, like, she wanted to be married and engaged? Yeah. Is that what it was? She gave him the ultimatum, but couldn't even express how she felt. She, so I will she, Ray, just say she this. needs. She liked one thing. He got that thing on him. That's what she wanted. That's what mm, she liked, and she sure, didn't know any probably. other way. She didn't know any other way to say it because you hear him talk about it. He's like, "Yeah, she's a freak. She's trying to go every day, six times mm-hmm. a week, seven times a week. <laughs> you know." But, Who but, was it? He said, uh, yeah, like sex life is real important to me. Like, like how many times a day you think like three or four times a day, two to three times. And I think it was Madeline, which was, I was surprised. One of them was like, I wait, don't know if I can do that. Or was it Nate? Like it was like the initial dating. Was it Nate and Lauren? Was Nate the one that said that? No, no, the no. The one no. that wanted all the kids? No, it, it was Zay who said he needs like two to three times a day. And yeah. wh- whichever girl and it was was like Ray. <laughs> yeah, it it wasn't Ray. One of the girls was like, oh, Lord. yeah, I think it was Shanika. She's like, I can't do all that. <laughs> she, 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 she seems like kind of a prude for real. Like, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. maybe I think you're most like Randall, um, level headed. But I see Zay in you as well to an extent, but more it's like so a, it's Randall. like a good balance. At mm-hmm. first, I'm like Randall, the whole connection with Randall and Madeline, it's like, seriously, like. This shit's crazy. Like off the rip, it's like that little connection. And Madeline seems like she literally struck me like the girl in high school who was always like the sloppy Boy, drunk crazy. one. Yes. And yeah, like 
Madeline, that girl at the party? Are you okay? Like, because what was going on in every interview? I'm like, is this girl on drugs? Like, I'm Literally, not understanding. Looked like, like she just got done blowing down before she got on the show every time. Literally. But like, maybe more than just weed because it was like, what? I think she was zanned out or something. Like, it was something because her eyes were so low and she was just so like, yeah, I don't know. It's not ready. <laughs> exactly she was exactly like that i'm like ma'am somebody um, get her some help i don't feel like she's doing okay so yeah i think i was probably i'd probably be a mixture of like uh i actually turned out to actually like randall like he took the experience serious mm -hmm. he didn't even take it to the physical level with old girl he he played mm -hmm. it serious the only thing the, the reason why i just can't exclusively be most like him is because he was like a little too soft-spoken like he's a little too yes she too runs soft. all over like, him he's a yes yeah, man i, like, I feel that couldn't be me. Like you're a little bit too soft. So I could be like a mixture of Randall and Zay. I didn't really care for Jake too much. Um, could never I like be. Jake. I could. I could never be the dude who gave the girl the ultimatum. I could never be um, <laughs> Nate because he wants kids. I get that. I get that. But just that hey, if big. you don't want children, whatever. That's big. I can understand that. They shouldn't have been together. They should not be. I don't. I don't know. I think they still are together. But yeah, no. he he proposed. He's like, oh, let me propose. Yeah. I can wait. I'd rather not lose you. Yeah. No. Um, because like she had opened up to Colby and was like, well, I could probably be kids, have kids someday. She's just a little scared and like felt pressured. But he um, just had told Madeline that he was about to pick her right before he proposed. Like you, he was just having a sucker attack because he thought he was going to end up with April. And he was traumatized. Literally. He like, was having a whole sucker attack because like, Janique no, no, picked no. somebody else. Yes. He, his options were gone basically yes. off the board. So he's <laughs> he was like, like, nope. He's like, nah, nope, you ain't about to be with nobody else. Let me propose. <laughs> Literally. Now, uh, the one dude who proposed to Alexis, first off, um, man, oh, like, my seriously. Oh, gosh. Yes. How, I don't. How really? is she 25? Like, what do you she see looks 30. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. That girl looks, yeah, she looked about 35, Botox. 36. Closer to 40. Yeah, like you done messed your whole face up. But um, <laughs> about, oh, cute, he needs to make like, she said it. She says if he doesn't make enough money, like if he didn't make this much money, I would I probably be walk him. away. Yeah, she said that. She's it's like, I've terrible, never actually like, said that out loud before, but yeah. <laughs> and Colby, Colby, like I didn't like a lot of his I didn't like a lot of stuff about Colby, like eh, kind of corny, but when he's just like, mm, yeah, I'm just not attracted to you. I don't find you attractive. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> then double down like I she was like find you attractive. He sorry is not, not a my good time. person he's a bad person he's a bad man it's, like she was so because he doesn't find you attractive there's a lot of bad even, men there she even she even gaslit the room like I think she was like yeah. she said something he's she said he said something that he totally did not say and he's like that is not yeah, what he's I said. Just literally like he's a he's bad like, person what? like he just came up to me and just said I was ugly I'm not attractive <laughs> No, like Colby I, just straight up walked up like you are not Cupid. <laughs> Ma'am, I just said I don't find you attractive, and I don't think this is going anywhere. Yeah, so. she was offended. <laughs> so I'm just shocked. Like her dude, I don't see how that could work. But mm -mm. hey, good for them. Whatever he's they're a engaged, yes man. whatever. Yeah, weak, weak. Like I just yeah. you have to be a little more dominant than that. Yeah. But um, overall, I like the premise of the show. It went so quick. It was a quick watch. Mm -hmm. But um. I would like to see season two, a season two with maybe like I would prefer like I just imagine myself on the show and people we know, like I would prefer to be some slightly older, maybe longer relationships or uh -huh. um, it's all, of course different when you have kids involved. But uh -huh. yeah, like a different cast, I would watch again. So yeah. I'd recommend it was entertaining at 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 least. But um, yes, 
100%. I liked April. I think I liked April the most. Like, I kind of felt sorry for her because she couldn't have children or she was struggling. Yeah. Uh, hopefully in, in life. That she, hopefully she's able to have them. But she so I felt sorry man. for her. But yeah, she He's got a new good. man. I didn't I didn't really mess with Jake. Um, Colby and Madeline ended up being together. Great. I saw someone say the other day that they're going to be on a podcast of true crime in the next five years. I'm like, I oh my God, like a, a episode of Snapped. Um, but yeah, so with all that being said, um, if you guys have watched The Ultimatum, um, I would love to know your guys' thoughts on that as well. Um, right. We have our email address. Our email address is timeoutletsgetreal at gmail.com. And you can send us any type of advice, questions you would like, anything you want us to answer, anything you'd like for us to discuss on the podcast. We will get to the point where we will be answering email segments every episode um and anything yep. goes if you want to remain we will keep you anonymous unless you would like for us to say your name you're more than welcome to include that like you can say exactly who this sure. is or like if you do not specify that you want us to say your name then we will not say your name um right so yeah um we need to be able we need to post our our email address in um like the information like it is. wherever our podcast so People need to email us, send us questions, or if you want advice, or just have like an experience you want to tell us about, and you want get to know what we, would, and, um, what we think. Yeah, I want to know our response. Again, we're really thinking about like I think it would be really cool to um, have people who call into the show, and we can have them like a live conversation mm-hmm. and kind of like give them our feedback, part of the show type of deal. But um, mm-hmm. everybody's feedback would be greatly appreciated. Any questions, anything that you guys just want us to talk about, let us know, and we'll address it. Mm-hmm. And um, it just would make the make the show more involved with the listener. So 100%. And um, with all that being said, I appreciate you all for listening. If you made it this far, you a real one. Make sure you follow us on TikTok. Our TikTok is timeout. Let's get real. My personal TikTok is Kalu underscore underscore. My personal Instagram is the official Kalu. And Zach, what are and your get, handles? Uh, just get me on TikTok at it's your boy ZB. Yep. And we will go That's live. Where I'm mainly at. Um, at least once a week together and you can drop some podcast topics you'd like for us to discuss and everything on there as well. And eventually when we get our TikTok, um, our timeout, let's get real TikTok up to a thousand, um, followers, then we will be going live on there as well. Facts. Hey, shout out to all the first time listeners. Yes. This is only the second episode. Hopefully, hopefully you come back and listen next week. And it's only up from here. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Later.